Welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor. I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can have the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. My guest today is Carissa Quaid, a biblical money mindset coach and speaker from Change Your Finances. She helps Christian female entrepreneurs who grew up believing mindsets, including making money as a Christian, is bad, money is an idol, and it's better to sell all you have to give to the poor. By leveraging what the Bible actually says about money and business, Carissa is on a mission to see 10,000 Christian female entrepreneurs overcome toxic money mindsets and become profitable business owners. Because when they do, they will greatly impact their clients, families, and communities for generations to come for God's kingdom. Love that. Welcome to the podcast, Carissa. Thank you so much, Nadine. It's such a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience? You know, I'm an Arizona native, born and raised here in Arizona, and it's one of my claim to fame. (laughs) Not many people can claim that. So that's a fun fact about me. Awesome. And I've heard that Arizona heat is really strong. <laughs> it is pretty intense, but it's you know, intense. we don't have a lot of humidity. So yes, we dry, dry we heat, still stay right? here. Yeah, dry heat. That's awesome. So Carissa, as you know, this podcast is all about women, faith, and business. And I always like to say everyone has a different journey. You know, our business journeys are different. Our faith journeys are different. So, so many people can learn from individual people's stories. So I'd love for you to share with the audience, what has your business journey been like? You know, your journey to become this awesome entrepreneur and business owner that you are today. What did that look like? Sure. Well, it really came to a head when I was at the grocery store right next to the chocolate chips and I'm wiping away tears because my only thought was, why can't I figure out how to make more money as a sign language interpreter at the time to support my family without the stress and anxiety? I knew God had called me to business, but I had all these doubts. Will I ever be successful? And then I had a bigger doubt. Does wanting more money mean I'm making money into an idol? See, I was a new bride and business owner, uh, and I was putting my husband through school and paying off debt. Yet, I wanted to see him graduate debt-free. And like many of you, I thought, if I could just figure out how to make more money, that would solve everything. But after years of struggling, I realized the bigger problem was the money mindsets that held me captive with strangling fear. And so I turned to the Bible after we paid off our debt, which was a miracle by itself in about two years, (laughs) I turned to the Bible and said, I need to figure out what does God say about money? Because this is, this stress is not (laughs) worth it. 
And I started applying biblical principles to my money mindset. I saw how God created money and he called it good. And then how he delights in prospering us through business so that everyone around us might be drawn to know him. And I also saved up $79,775 in cash for the rest of my husband's education. I believe that when Christian female entrepreneurs align their money mindset with biblical principles, you will make more income by serving more clients, and you will be able to leave more of a legacy in ways that bring incredible glory to God. And once you identify the money mindsets that are holding you back, the rest is easy. And so as I was struggling with all of this on myself and applying it, I'm like, this is really where... You know, I have come through so much. God has brought me through so much. And I had such a passion to help other entrepreneurs who are in the same spot. So that's where I kind of shifted from interpreting to biblical money mindset coaching. Yeah, I love that journey, Carissa, starting off in interpreting and really shifting because you knew you were called to the marketplace, but you weren't financially making the money that you needed to make in your business, which I think a lot of us struggle with on this journey, right? We don't usually come out immediately making six figures, right? The journey can be longer and and really long for some people. But what we don't realize, as you mentioned in the work that you're doing is the mindset is everything, Mm -hmm. especially specifically around money, our money mindset. And it's unfortunate in our faith that as we read in your bio, there are so many myths that we have Mm -hmm. in our faith that keeps us stuck about our money mindset. So the work that you're doing is so needed and necessary. And I can see why God called you specifically in the marketplace to help other Christian women entrepreneurs with this specific thing with the money mindset. So that is an amazing journey. And I love to see how that you know, can shift, you know, God Mm -hmm. calls us to the marketplace, but then not necessarily understanding the specifics of the calling. And then a lot of times it has to do with our own struggle, which was your example Mm -hmm. in your journey. You Mm -hmm. had a struggle, you had to go through it, you went through it, you were able to save 72,000. I know you said an exact number there. 79,775. There we go. I knew I could get the exact number, but it was a lot. It was a lot. So you had an amazing journey of your own. People can learn from you and learn from what you did with your money mindset. So I love your business journey. And thank you so much for sharing that with us. So there's also something called a faith journey, right? Because we're not just necessarily born believers. There's some kind of journey that we go on and everyone's faith journey is slightly different. So I'd love for you to share with the audience, what did your faith journey look like? How did you become a believer in Jesus Christ? Well, I grew up in a Christian home. And I became a Christian when I was three. And so I've always loved the word of God. I've always been reading it and it's been an integral part of my life. And I would say, you know, I had a really strong foundation, but then as I became a business owner with my first business and I'm supporting my family, we went through a really hard season. I mean, I'm so grateful for that job and that career because it did help me put my husband through school, but there was a lot that went on. And, you know, I had all this struggle about money and, you know, anything about money and asking for the sale, any of that, like really made me panic. And then we just had a lot going on personally. And so I went through a really, um, 
I went through a really dark season. And because I had been working so much to support my family, I was having to constantly come up with more money. And then I also was really, I didn't realize this then until later, but I ended up settling. Settling for what other people, their expectations of what I should do and what I should be because they aren't a long, strong leader. They don't have that calling on their life and they have no concept of it. So I ended up just coming to this point with all of these things going on that it was a moment I'm like, now I still wanted to live, but I did not like how my life had turned out. I did not like how, who I had become. And I knew if I had, if I kept going, it would destroy me. And so, you know, I'm thankful for that foundation I've had all of these years because that really carried me through. I knew God was still there. He did felt kind of distant, you know, like, where are you answering my prayers? Come on. (laughs) But I was, was able to take some time to really pull back on work, to rest. I did a lot of heart work and grief work to really work through those issues. And I saw how God really restored so much with my marriage, with my business, giving me a a completely new purpose. All of those years as a sign language interpreter had really prepared me for the work I'm doing now. And so he brought so much healing. He brought, I mean, you wouldn't even recognize, I don't recognize me from but so six, seven years ago is that dramatic of a difference. And I, I give all the glory and credit to God because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. That is awesome. God is definitely a God of restoration. No matter what happens in our lives and our business, he can restore it and make it even better than it was before. So knowing that your faith journey included at three years old, you were born into the faith, right? But you that didn't mean that your life was perfect. There were times mm-hmm. in the journey that you didn't even feel like you were hearing from God. You were mm-hmm. lost, you know, t- to an extent and um, really needed to seek him more and, and really develop that relationship. So God really took you on this journey journey and restored you and brought you back and, you know, gave you what you needed for that time and period in your life, you know. So I love that your faith journey was an honest faith journey. It's not perfect. Mm -hmm. Nobody's journey is perfect. Even at three years old, you're not going to necessarily have that life um, perfect because you gave your life to Christ and you had a relationship or you knew knowledge, but you also mentioned that the heart is something that he has to work on with us too. Mm-hmm. So really great nuggets and information with you sharing your faith journey. So we know that, um, you know, you're a woman of faith in business and not everyone who's a woman of faith in business is necessarily vocal or bold on her business platform about her faith. Mm-hmm. So I always like to invite people to the podcast that are vocal and bold and confident about their faith on their business platform. But the decision to do that looks different for everyone, right? So what made you decide to really be bold and confident and say, you know, these are biblical principles and this is what I'm bringing to the table as a woman of faith. What was, what did that look like for you to decide to be that way in the marketplace? Well, that's an excellent question. And I mean, there's everyone's journey, everyone's calling is different. So, you know, that's, I speak very openly about it because as I was studying 
about the financial principles, about the money mindset. One, I was studying it from the Bible. And there is so much that God talks about, about money, about business, about mindset, that as I'm sharing it with other people, I couldn't separate the two. Because that's where I'm getting my information from. That's where I'm getting my, what I'm teaching. And so how can I separate it? So for me, I really made the choice to be bold in it. And what's interesting is a lot of my clients, they have all of these mindsets, you know, am I making money an idol? Is this, you know, is it okay for Christians to even become wealthy? And they don't really understand what God is saying. And Nadine, that's where I have seen is that's where the transformation comes from. I mean, I can talk all day and I, I, you know, I do love to talk about money mindset and what the Bible says, but if God doesn't show up, those mindsets won't be broken. A lot of it is spiritual attack. A lot of it is beliefs that we grew up with uh, being told by our parents, being told by our church, but it doesn't line up with the word of God. And so if you're believing all of those, you're going to be struggling. But if you apply the word of God to it, one, you, they, uh, my clients just get rid of the shame. They get rid of the guilt, the feeling of unworthiness, and they know that God delights in them. And he also created money and he called it good. And he wants us to have business. I love how he created business because he created businesses. I have something, you have a problem. I have a solution. I'm going to serve you and make your life better. And when I do so, he wants to, he set up that payment system where now you delight in paying me because your problem is solved. And he wants us to prosper financially so that we as Christians can go and do more good with it and all will be drawn to know him. Yeah, I love that. I love how you said that you can't separate if, what you, when you're sharing, you can't separate God's word from what you're sharing because that's where you're getting it from, right? It's like mm-hmm. not giving him the glory. If you're just right. putting the principles out in the marketplace, but not saying, okay, these are biblically based principles. This is actually coming from God's word. You're not giving him the glory for the impact mm-hmm. that it makes when it helps people. So I love that you said, you know, when I share, I can't separate. There's just no way for me to separate what I'm sharing from God's word and the principles that he's already placed in his word for us to mm-hmm. prosper us because he desires for us to prosper. And I really feel he, he delights in the entrepreneurial spirit. Mm-hmm. He delights in that, right? I really feel that that is, is, is something that God desires for us to be that solution and provide value. And then we get paid for it, which is what God desires for mm-hmm. us. So I love that um, you shared that. So um, we know that God's way of doing things are very different from the world. You know, God's way versus the world's way is very different. So sometimes it requires us to operate in a way that's very different than other businesses in our industry or even other coaches that are doing similar things. And I know you explained a little bit about how you operate differently in making sure that you're always sharing and not separating it from God's word and making sure that people know these are biblical principles. But is there any other example or specific examples that you can share with the audience where God told you specifically, Carissa, 
I want you to do it this way. It may sound crazy. It may look different, but this is the way I desire for you to operate and do it in the marketplace. And other people were doing it another way. So it looked mm-hmm. very different from the world's way or your industry's way or other business um, financial coaches way. What did that look like for you? Are there any examples that come to mind? Yeah, there is a, a very specific example of what God has told me. And that is to really work from a place of rest. Not doing the hustle. And I've done years of that, to be honest. And it was, it, it almost took me out. And I don't think that, I mean, hustling for a season for a short goal, sure, is fine. But a long-term sustainability, it's not sustainable. And here's the thing, when you're working constantly all day, all night, you know, all weekend, and you're never giving yourself a break, one, it's not good for you. But two, when God has redeemed us and he has set us free from sin and from Uh, the slavery to all the, you know, all of that. He also set us free from having to work constantly because if you are a slave and you are expected to work all day into the night, get very little sleep every single day, that is slavery. You are not given the opportunity to rest. You are not given the opportunity to connect with God or to be around other people. And when we work from that aspect, even though we have freedom from what Jesus has given us and he has given us, you know, the Sabbath, he has given us principles of rest in our business. Why? So that we depend on him Two, so that we look different. And we show up different. And when I'm not hustling and I'm not working 80 hours, like I I don't know if I was working quite 80 hours, but with all my travel time, it was pretty close. When I'm working different and my business is prospering with the rest, it shows something like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And then people recognize that that is the favor of God upon you and your business. And they're drawn to know him because of his generosity, his love and his kindness. Yeah, that's such a great example, because that's definitely against the world's way. (laughs) The world's way is hustle, grind, work all day, sleep, hashtag team, no sleep. Um, But definitely God requires to rest and his word says rest. You know, it's Mm -hmm. one of the commandments, right? It's important for us to rest. There is a Sabbath day for a reason. So I love that, you know, the word that he told you and specifically told you was when you build your business, make sure you're building from a place from rest of rest and the importance of that, you know, the physical aspect of, of running yourself ragged, you know, mm-hmm. God doesn't desire for us to have that, the stress of hustling mm-hmm. and grinding, you know, that can just kill you, like you said. So God does not desire that for us because he desires for us to have a good life, right? And rest mm-hmm. is a part of that. So building from a place of rest is so important. So I love that you shared that example as a way to build the build your business God's way versus building your business the world's way because it is completely different. And like you shared, it is leaning into 
the strength of God, knowing that God is going to provide for you. I think when you're hustling and you're grinding, you're leaning in your own strength and thinking that you're going to be the one that needs to get the money, get the clients, get this. So you're just constantly grinding. So it really is a good example of how you really rely on and lean on God by resting. So that's Mm -hmm. why he requires it. So thank you so much for sharing that example. Such a good example. So there are two signature questions that I ask on every single episode with every single guest. And because this podcast is all about women, faith, plus business, I always like to ask, how would you define the power of faith? Faith is really trusting in who God is and what he says he is and his promises and what he says he'll do. And having that assurance that even if you don't see it, that this is his plan for you. This is his desire for you. And this is our identity and our birthright because of the redemption that God has given us. And so part of faith is not only believing that, but then it's also coupled with, and this is where it differs from like manifesting money, is we have those promises. We know what God has said. We believe it. But we also have to walk in obedience to go get it, to claim it. And to um, like the Israelites, they had to, they, God told them, you know, the land is going to be plentiful. It's going to be all of these crops and fields and flocks and all of that, which are all businesses, if you think about it. And you have this blessing, you have me going forward, but you also have to get up. You have to go out and you have to go to battle. Now, God fought for them, but they had to actually do the work. They had to do the work of tending those vineyards and the flocks when they got them. So faith and obedience have to go hand in hand to really experience the fullness of the blessings that God gives you. Yeah, I love that. The power of faith is trusting God and being obedient and being in partnership with him is what I'm hearing mm-hmm. from you. Yes. Because you have your part to do. Faith without works is dead. So mm-hmm. we have our parts to do and trusting and believing, even though we're not seeing it in the natural, that it will come to fruition is a part of that power of faith. So I love that you shared that. Can I just add one thing? You mentioned yeah, definitely. with God. Mm-hmm. And just real quick, a fun little tidbit is in Genesis two uh mm. 10 through 12 it mm. talks about that there's four rivers and one mm. goes around the land of havila where there is gold and it mm-hmm. is good now interestingly enough so gold uh in the hebrew language means wealth and trade and business and currency and god calls it good and it's the eighth mention of something being called good which in hebrew is also significant because eight means that we're partnering with God to make the world a better place. And so therefore the money is all part of that. When we partner with God to make a world a better place, he does want to bless us financially. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Cause I, I was thinking in my mind, when you're talking about God said money is good, like specifically what, what verses she referring to, but when you explain the actual uh, chapter Genesis two, what was the verse? Genesis two. Yep. 10 through 12. 
10 through 12 and how he mm-hmm. said it was good and the gold was yep. there that that really helps it you know it helps people to see and visualize that that God is saying that that is good so mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that scripture so the second question since it is about faith and business is how would you define the power of faith I'm sorry the power of business business is something that I think is very near to God's heart because he wants us and he's gifted each of us to do different things. But to go out and to serve his other children and to go out and to make their lives a little bit better by solving our, the one problem we solve. You know, I, I work on money mindsets. We all solve something different. And that's partnering with God, you know, to, to really bring a little bit of his kingdom on, ha- on earth as it is in heaven. Because when we are restoring and redeeming in any way, when we're solving a problem and making something that wasn't right, right, that's what bringing the kingdom of God to earth is. And so that's all about business. But we can... Through business, we can also shine with the works that we're doing to serve our clients. But then we can also improve our own family's lives with the income that we're bringing in. And then as God continues to bless us abundantly, Christian women, Christian female entrepreneurs especially, will be even more generous within their community than any other demographic And so all of this, as we're managing our business and in integrity and in honesty, following God's principles, as we're serving our clients and bringing that transformation, and then as we're managing the resources that he gives us wisely, this is a huge billboard to showcase God's favor and showcase his way of doing things. And it shines like a city on a hill in all areas. Yeah, so true. So true. There's so it's a win-win situation. The power of business is really a win-win situation. We get to shine in the marketplace. We get to provide solutions. We get to bring kingdom here on earth. So it really is a win-win situation for all involved when it comes to business. And that really is the power of business. So such good stuff. So if anyone would like to learn more about the work that you do with Money Mindset, what would be the best way for them to connect with you, Carissa? Well, I actually have a free gift, if you would like. I have a gift. It's uh, four steps to really being able to make more money and doing this by aligning your money mindset with the word of God. It's, you know, the principles I teach to really help these women break through these mindsets so that they can they can flourish as a business owner. And so you can get that at changeyourfinances.com slash faith and business all together, faith and business, changeyourfinances.com slash faith and business. It's my free gift to all of you guys. And you can find me on Instagram or Facebook or my website is all change your finances. Love that. Thank you so much for your generosity and offering the audience a free gift. Definitely go to changeyourfinances.com slash what was the slash 
faith and business. business. Faith and business. Want to make sure I got it right. Changeyourfinances.com slash faith and business to get that free gift from Carissa and be sure to follow her on social media. And what are the main platforms that you said you hang out on? I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and I also have a free Facebook group for Christian entrepreneurs. Instagram, Facebook, and look for her group on Facebook and definitely connect and join the group. Thank you so much, Carissa, for being on this episode of the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I hope this episode has not just given you information you can use, but was insightful and inspirational. Wherever you are listening, be sure to subscribe to get the next episode or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you would like to discover three powerful ways to attract the people you are called to serve in the marketplace so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make, be sure to text POWERFUL to 404-982-4736. That's 404-982-4736.